Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by Culture NL Libraries. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Culture NL Libraries podcast for the love of books. My name is Chris Wilson and I am the eServices Librarian for Culture NL. And I am well I'm here today with two very special guests. Um all of our podcasts last season were with um, library staff members, but today we have got Michelle and Devin from Belinda. Um, Michelle is our sales manager and Devin is our marketing manager for um, for Belinda. And Belinda, if you don't know, are the company who are behind Borrowbox, which is our ebook service. So that is why they're here today. And we are going to have an episode today called The Wonderful World of Borrowbox. So welcome, guys, to the podcast. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Uh, Hi, everyone. It's fantastic to have you here. And thank you very much for, for coming and being part of the podcast today. It's very, very good of you to come along and be part of it and accepting my invite and putting you on the spot of coming along to, to chat for, chat to us which is great oh, we love being put on the spot thanks <laughs> um, so I thought I would kind of um, start off with a little bit of a kind of chat about kind of what we've been kind of enjoying recently on Borobox, um and see kind of what you guys have been reading as well or listening to and as well so um, Michelle have you been reading or listening to anything on Borobox recently that you would like to share with our listeners? Oh, there's so many, there's so many um, that we've been listening to. And um, I think one of the pleasures of working for Belinda is that I have access to like hundreds of books. Like I can't <laughs> even tell you. And you're so spoiled for choice. But um, the one that has stood out for me is Circe uh, yeah. by Madeline Miller. And um, it's just a beautiful story. It's it's um, uh, fiction, but it's it's based on uh, Greek mythology. So it's it's got that sort of historical background. Um, and then, of course, with lockdown, it's been it's been challenging. It's been a challenging period, as it has been for everyone, I think. But the one that has also helped me is Notes on a Nervous Planet. And um, I know Chris, you and I often talk about Matt Haig and how much we love him. So yeah, yeah I love listening to um, to his books and just so excited about the new one. Night yeah, Library. Definitely. So yeah, Definitely. so that's what I that's what I've been listening to. Yeah, I, 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 that's that's two books that I have read in the kind of not too distant past as well, and are two fantastic books as well. The thing that I loved about Cersei was was how my my knowledge of Greek mythology isn't great. I kind of know little bits in here and there, and, and it was great kind of reading through it and then kind of getting to a little bit where I was like, oh, I know that bit, I know that character. Yeah, <laughs> and and also I think what's also nice is that. Many, many of the mythology type books are all about Zeus or, you know, it's all the big, I don't, I don't know if Zeus was the Greek one, or Greek or, or Roman, but it's always about the big yeah. gods where this, this is a beautiful book about a, a demigod and it's just, it's, it's sort of a little bit off, like sort of off the main track. Mm. Um, and I think that's what gives it, a, and it's obviously there's quite a bit of female empowerment behind it. So of course I've personally loved it. <laughs> um, I'm always up for a good book that's uh, that's got a, a, a strong female character in it. So yeah, it was it was, and it, it's beautifully narrated as well. So yeah, it's it's worth a listen. Um, even though reading it is just as just as nice, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed the 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 audiobook. Yeah, and Notes on the Nervous Planet as well is another fantastic title as well, and probably quite important for uh, in, in the current situation that we found ourselves in this year. Yeah. Um, and and it's a, a great insight into kind of how anxiety and and things like that kind of does affect people. Um, yeah, for sure. And um, 
another reason why I love it is I've got I've got a wee story. The um, I'd been to visit one of the libraries and um, walked, got invited into the meeting room, and there in the, in uh, when I walked in was this book. It was uh, there was a pile of books just sort of propping the door open, right? Yeah. And on top of that was notes on a nervous planet. So, of course, we wanted to let Matt know that he is literally keeping doors open in Scotland. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Devin, do you have any that you've been reading recently you would like to recommend to our listeners? Yeah, I've been um, kind of on the nonfiction train for the last few months, okay. um, trying to kind of re-educate myself, calm myself down and helping myself kind of adult in the best way possible during this time. Um, <laughs> So I've been you know, listening to a few. There's been um, Not a Diet Book by James Smith. So I'm trying not to gain the, <laughs> the lockdown pounds. Yeah. So I think we could all do Exactly. I also listened to Money by Laura Waitley. Um, it was actually a really interesting one. It was like chapter by chapter on different areas of personal finances, oh, which right. for someone like me who, you know, clearly didn't listen hard enough in business class, <laughs> I find it really interesting. And it, it, it talks to the basic person about some of the little things about how to rent and manage your money to, you know, putting in stocks and that kind of thing. So it was a really yeah. interesting one, actually. Um, and going through, I listened to Why We're No Longer Talking to White People About Race, again, very topical at the moment, mm-hmm. um, but a really interesting one. For everyone, I also, um, another adulting book, just throwing them out there. Listen to one with a swear word in, so I will blank it out. But um, buy yourself the blank lilies, all about adulting and budgeting and living, you know, your best life. That's been really good. Um, But any kind of the more fiction, lighthearted, I definitely enjoyed The Flat Share recently by Beth O'Leary, which is just a really great, relaxing, you know, (laughs) feel-good fiction for this during during this current time fantastic yeah for, for me I, i've i've um kind of been listening to or reading um the outrun by amy Littrop, which is yeah. um which was a, a fantastic title um about um amy's battle with alcoholism and and kind of moving originally, originally from orkney and then moving to london and then moving back and kind of that kind of our story behind kind of fight fighting that addiction and things like that it was very interesting and, and the kind of the descriptions of Orkney which is which is a kind of a, a kind of very kind of remote place for Scotland um, is very kind of interesting to read as well um the other one that I, that I have read recently was um Knots and Crosses by Mallory Blackman which I know is not a new book by any means Topical though. Yeah, yeah, but um, it's one of those ones that I've always kind of wanted to read. I'm, I'm a, a quite a big uh, young adult fiction read, uh, fan. Um, I've mentioned that a couple of times on a podcast in the past, and and that's one of the kind of big ones that I've never quite <clears throat> got around to reading <clears throat> um, up till now. Um, and it was it was a it was a really really interesting read and a, a really really good one. Um, I really enjoyed that, and also the other one. That was kind of I've read recently was the Way of All Flesh by Ambrose Parry as well, which kind of touched on a kind of a little bit of his, his, historical fiction, kind of with hints of kind of like kind of facts bits in there as well, with kind of a few mentions of things that are kind of related to what actually did happen in in Edinburgh around about that time, um, which is really 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 interesting as well, which I which I really really enjoyed, um, and on that front <clears throat> of mentioning historical fiction, um. 
do you guys have any kind of insight into what you would think is kind of trends that are kind of happening in ebooks and e-audiobooks? You might have kind of mentioned historical fiction because I, I kind of didn't think there is a bit of a kind of trend with historical fiction recently as well. Um, but have, have you guys got any thoughts on that, Michelle? Have you got any kind of, uh, anything you want to put on for that? Yeah, um, I th- you know what? Uh, the, the, well, kind of a, a feeling that that I've got at the moment is, is obviously the wellness. <clears throat> the wellness titles are doing exceptionally well at the moment. Whether yeah. it's um, ebooks, you know, I think lockdown has um, really shown people um, different sides of themselves, and maybe people have been too busy and they've been forced to sit. Um, so I think there's been a lot of, and, and many people have battled and I think it's, it's, it's also been over a time where we had mental health awareness month. Um, there's just been a lot, there's been a lot going on in the world. So yeah, I think wellness titles at the moment are are very, very big and they're quite easy to listen to. Um, so yeah, I think that's been a big, that's been definitely been a big trend. Um, it surprised me actually, I thought kind of a feel good fiction type, you know, genre would really kind of blow up over these last few months so people will be reaching for something a bit more happy and you know yeah. escapism and travel and that kind of thing through you know an audiobook or an ebook but actually crime and thrillers still growing people seem to <laughs> like the idea of yeah. somewhere somewhere some, you know yeah. it's doing worse than they are <laughs> yeah you, you can't quite get rid of the kind of crime fiction it's, it just always seems to be there but and, and like you say that maybe kind of escapism and the kind of sort of light-hearted fiction might have, you know, would have been think- something that you would kind of expect, but and I'm sure there's been kind of a lot of interest in that from people as well, but definitely for the spit, and, and I don't know if it's maybe just a Scottish thing either, but but certainly crime fiction is, is huge, and I, and I, I never see it kind of really kind of not being anything but huge for us exactly. guys. Exactly. No, it is. Yeah. But it's, 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 you know, in a general term, it's just been really interesting to see people you know, reaching for ebooks more because everyone has that a bit more time that those that might be, you know, listening whilst they're commuting might have a bit more time to relax, put their feet up. So they are able to, you know, read a book more and actually enjoy the reading part of it instead of the listening. Yeah. Um, you know, those that will be walking into the library branches to borrow a book can't at the moment, so are giving <laughs> the digital library a go for the first time yeah. and are still enjoying reading, you know, that book. So been really lovely to see actually the fact that people are really kind of you know leaning on the library still but you know through the comfort of their own home mm-hmm. um which has been really great to see but you know yeah <laughs> it's a different level of escapism through crime and thrillers instead apparently than i thought <laughs> <laughs> and um and do you why do you think that that things like e books has taken off in popularity kind of not, not just in kind of sort of doing lockdown but kind of in general kind of over the last couple of years because it because it definitely has been something that i think that that certainly libraries have noticed that has been a big uptake for instance like our, our audiobooks and and in the library aren't the, the kind of most well issued item within our libraries but there is definitely an interest in e-audiobooks so so if you get any thoughts as to kind of why there's that kind of can kind of jump in popularity and on that kind of format yeah well, it's, uh, uh, I mean, the one thing that we've seen, uh, well, obviously with audiobooks is that it's active listening. So I think when you go and sit and relax and you read a book, your sole focus is to read the book, where I think if you're listening to an audiobook, you can be doing other things. So you might be cleaning the house or I quite enjoyed while I, I iron. 
because I really just I really don't like ironing so it's nice to be <laughs> it's nice to be distracted by um, a lovely story that you're listening to or yes your crime and thriller and you want to keep your, your your hands busy so it doesn't terrify you too much um, but yeah we have seen and, and many many people that I speak to as well they talk like like there's a lot of knitting going on and there's a lot of people making masks and while they're doing all of these things you can still be listening to your story. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's almost, um, I mean, if we go back, you know, 50 years when we still had stories on the radio, um, obviously they were shorter then, where now you can actually listen to, listen to a whole book, which is quite nice. And um, I think one thing that we pride ourselves on is, is the narrators, is choosing those, the, the, those voices that really carry, the, really carry the story well. Um, and that's what I love. I love listening to a good voice, like Richard Armitage. <laughs> He's got the best voice. I love listening it's like to him. Like isn't it? <laughs> Always dreamy. I do. I do. I do think that you're, you're right there, though. But the, vo- the voices do make a big difference whenever it comes to listening to the audio. I think like two different voices can make a story kind of sound very, very differently, and and it can make it make or break a kind of audiobook for a lot of people. I think for, for yeah. sure. Oh, 100%, definitely. And it's, you know, it's, it's the podcast world as well. It's people wanting um, content, you know, history, facts, figures, or just a laugh, you know, through audio, really yeah. easily accessible to everyone. And, you know, from the younger generation to the older generations, that they're actually really enjoying short snippets of audio. And that's then leading into listening to audiobooks as well, that they're coming through and they've enjoyed listening to an hour podcast why not listen to a chapter of a book as well? And it's, it's that kind of thing. And, you know, falling asleep to a book, going on a walk with a book, it's actually just making everyone's lifestyle because we're now more out and about than ever before. Well, maybe not during lockdown, but <laughs> before yeah. lockdown. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. Yeah, hopefully afterwards as well. But then <laughs> you'll be able to, you know, listen as you go and live. Um, yeah. And then you can still enjoy that, you know, the physical book whilst you're on holiday or on a train. But, you know, in between those times just enjoying listening yeah and my I you know I I do a lot of um travel for my work so um you know visiting all the libraries and for me while in the car it's just I can get through I can get through 10 books a month where I I could never dream of getting through that if I was reading reading them as ebooks so I get through a lot more content and I'm learning a lot more than just relaxing with a book somewhere um just because life's busy you know? Yeah, I think that I think there's a big part of that is that kind of we do kind of live in, in a, a kind of busy society, or at least we did before lockdown as well, <laughs> and, and where everything was kind of on the go a lot, and 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 people did kind of use that as a kind of sort of like kind of escapism while they are on like a train or or, or whatever to kind of just kind of take a chance to kind of listen to a book or whatever while they're doing that. And and I do kind of also kind of wonder a little bit if this sort of this sort of iPod generation kind of helps that a little bit because I mean I, I know there's obviously kind of before iPods there was things like Walkmans and things but I definitely think that <laughs> that iPod kind of definitely kind of put earphones in people's ears a lot more than than ever before and and I, I do kind of wonder if there's kind of an on effect from that to, to kind of listen to ebooks as well uh, audio audiobooks. Well, no, can you actually imagine someone walking down the street without, like, a headphones in or being next to someone, just, like, just normally walking down the street anymore? <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a changed generation. This, <laughs> it is. Yeah. But, um, you yeah. know, it's, it's been really interesting to see, actually, and especially during lockdown. We've had quite a few reading groups that 
have kind of branched out a bit and tried different audiobooks that are available. Mm. And I've heard some really lovely quotes from people that would just never na- like naturally pick up some of the books that they're recommended by audio. And they're giving it a go. Um, you know, we've had a few books that, to mention, I know that one guy from a library quoted about Queer Intentions, that, you know, it was a topical book of choice. He would never have picked up. He thought he kind of knew, you know, the, the genre, uh, the genre, um, he kind of knew what he needed to know. And now since, you know, encouraging to read it, the fact that he can, you know, passively listen to it whilst going about his day, has learned so much. He said he's laughed, he's cried and everything in between to a book that you'd never pick up. So I think audiobooks are also giving that space to people that they might not pick up and put on their, you know, the coffee table, but are able to learn so much with and through without the making the active choice. Yeah. But I think there's also, there's, um, there's an element behind it of, um, I think also for, for the younger generation where I think, I say younger and give my age away here, but, <laughs> but the younger generation where there's no, if you carry a book r- with you, people can see what you're reading. So I think there's an element of, of you know, the young, you know, younger people listening to something from the library rather than carrying the book with them. And they can be listening to anything, especially if there's a lot of, you know, the new trend is, is bibliotherapy, which is about learning how to cope with life and things like that. So I think for, for the young adults as well, it's really nice for them to listen to something rather than carry the book around. And there might be a bit of a, a stigma attached to whatever yeah, it's a bit they're more reading. A, it's a bit more of an anonymous way how to kind of get into yeah. to books and things like that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think? There's any kind of favourite benefits that you guys ha- think of when it comes to kind of reading ebooks in, in particular as well? Um, I was thinking along lines with this to be in things like uh, the. I, I know that I, with my phone, uh, I have I always have a book in my pocket through with with Borrowalks. Um So the, there's always a book with me. It's kind of basically like, almost like having a library in your own pocket at all times, and it's instantly available all the time. So. Have you guys think any kind of benefits to kind of ebooks other than that, or, or can I expand on that a little bit as well? Yeah, well, like you said, it definitely makes travelling a lot lighter <laughs> if you've got a, a load of books in your phone, which you know, not really ever a meter away from. Um, but it really does help, and it is just flicking through the fact that you might not, you know, I've been caught so many times taking a book with me, finishing the book, and then I still got you know hours ahead of me without factoring in maybe I'm a quicker reader than I thought I was so it's you know like you said always having that kind of you know selection through your phone as well that you can flick through and as long as you've got wi-fi to hand it doesn't you know cost you anything or even data to you know flick through have a look and browse and you know choose a new title for you to start reading it also saves on luggage costs while you're traveling (laughs) (laughs) So you don't have to pile your 10 books in your bag with you anymore. You can, uh, you've just got it on your phone uh, or iPad, whatever your preference is, and you, you're ready to go. Yeah. And there is something simple about a joy of flicking through a book, even if it is, you know, a digital flicking through on your phone of turning over a page and kind of getting lost in the words itself. Um, but, you know, sadly, I'm going back to it. I keep borrowing cookbooks to try and spice <laughs> up my weekly, you know, food shop and dinners for the week. Do you need anything to keep us entertained at the moment? Pinch, yeah. of, pinch of nom was really 
becomes highly recommended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny you mentioned the kind of turn of the page thing because I did actually re- recently have that kind of conversation with someone on, online about when they were saying that there's nothing better than turning a, a page, and I was and I was like, well, you can turn a page on an ebook. It happens, yeah. still works. <laughs> actually, I find it. It's the new. It's the new bubble wrap. You know how bubble wrap is calming, and and you sit and you. If you turn the page, and especially if you're using, you know, if you turn the page on BorrowBox, it's got this wonderful um, animation. Yes, there's an animation behind it, and it's actually it's quite. um, It's quite sad. Yes, it's quite satisfying to watch it. Like I could literally just turn pages all day. Yeah, Uh, like we said as well, it's just sorry, Chris, but it's it's one of those things that actually we now have a bit more time. We're not having to factor in travel to work. We're not having to factor in, you know, other adventures outside of the house that we actually can sit down and enjoy. Just the joy of reading again. Um, it's really lovely as well. Yeah, I, I, we mentioned this in a, in a previous podcast about just how actually kind of working from home it, it has actually kind of made me read a bit more because because I don't have the commute in between and things like that sort of stuff. So I have had a bit more time to kind of be able to pick up a book and and, and read it and and just that kind of sort of like kind of half hour travel that you'd normally be doing kind of gives that little extra bit of time that you can actually kind of get to and kind of enjoy yourself doing whatever activity you would, you would kind of normally kind of want to do, but sort of something you don't have the time to do because of that. So, so it's definitely, it does, that has had a kind of positive effect in, in, that, in that sense, uh, which kind of leads quite well on to um, the, what I was kind of wanting to kind of get your thoughts on was the importance of BorrowBox um, to library services and also to kind of library customers throughout the kind of difficult period we've just been having with lockdown and things like that, because, Obviously, um, libraries have been closed, um, and um, it's, so so we haven't been able to get library customers to come in and pick books as they normally do. And, and so, in terms of lending, BorrowBox for us has been the only kind of option in that in that respect. So, have you guys kind of had any kind of as a as a kind of company behind it? Kind of had any kind of thoughts on the how important it's been for for library throughout kind of the UK as as well as kind of North Atlanta. Well, I mean, oh, sorry, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually seen it across the world. Oh, you can't even explain what it's done for libraries. I don't know what libraries have done without a digital service because it's it's become so important and so important to the readers as well. Because if if you didn't have a digital service, you literally had nothing. You were left with the books that you that you had got before lockdown. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is. It's, it's a massive opportunity for escapism for adults. You know, it is the, the, the non-fiction support whatever area, you know, in your life. But as well as, you know, the armchair travel, the crime and thriller, the whatever kind of your cup of tea of book genre is, it means that you can have some time and, you know, feel the benefits of a library support, you know, again, from the comfort and the safety of your own home. But again, with, you know, families, homeschooling, there's so much pressure. We've already had a few months off you know, and we're going into summer holidays now, which is normally a fabulous season for all kids. Um, but it's also the fact that then, you know, BorrowBox enables you to, you can read along. So you can sit a child down with an iPad, a phone, you know, a computer, and they can listen and read at the same time to books, kind of really helping them out with that. And then obviously it's summer reading season, which we're trying to help support with, with all the children's titles that, you know, you guys are offering to your library users. And even on audiobook alone, which for even the most resistant of readers, 
you know, allows them to be immersed in this whole new world, but really actually helps them with pronunciation, with their, you know, extending their vocabulary and everything else. There's so many benefits to, you know, just listening to a book. So, you know, parents that are multitasking with working and homeschooling, my hats are off to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, it, you know, sitting down with an audio book, you know, it's, it's still really helping them. And it's, it's the fact that you can get that from your library um, is amazing at the moment. And it's really lovely to see the people and the families um, really reaching for the libraries that support as well. Yeah, I mean, being <clears throat> obviously me being the, the services librarian for culture and it's it's kind of what I do for for our, our side of things. And and as much as I would not have liked the pandemic to happen to to everyone, it has been amazing to see the the big uptake in Box and 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 it's interesting in a way because it kind of highlights to you. Um, just how important reading is to to a lot of people, and that whenever that access through a kind of traditional method in libraries is taken away, that they still want to kind of seek out that and and get that back in some form through through kind of digital services which they may not have looked at before. And so, so it's been kind of great to kind of see that uptake from 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 our point of view as, as well. And and things like the, the kind of campaign titles that, that are always available through through Borobox um, f- has been really helpful as well because obviously it's, with that increased in demand, it's obviously kind of had a, a kind of a knock-on effect in the, the availability of our stock on on uh, digital platforms. And the campaign titles being available to everyone all the time has kind of definitely helped kind of satisfy a lot of that demand as well, which was which has been great. So, but I think also. Also, the um, online book groups that have, there's so many online book groups that were started during lockdown. Um, and I think it's helped so many individuals who may, like their only um, interaction is when they, you know, when they go to the shops or go to the library and they engage in that, in that way. So it's really been nice to see, um, although technology, I think, has proven uh, invaluable at the moment. What would yeah. we have done, you know, fifty years ago? So yeah, it's nice yeah. to see. Definitely, and, th- and that that is something that we've kind of taken advantage of a lot as well with Box. I I, uh, I run a, our Facebook book group, um, and I've, kind of this month kind of started a, a, trying to start a Twitter book group as well, um, and um, and and it, we've kind of taken big big advantage of of Box for kind of getting access to titles for for people for that. Um, and we have also we have also been trying to get a few of our um, regular book clubs that were previously held in, in libraries um, kind of onto using kind of video conferencing to kind of use that as well. And, and again, to get stock for for them as well, we've kind of been trying to push them towards kind of borrow box for that for that as well. So it's definitely been a big benefit having the digital services there, and that and like say kind of. Even even ten years ago, that that wouldn't have been an option for us. So it has been kind of a very valuable service for us throughout this time, which for sure for definite. And um, Devin, you kind of touched on it a little bit um, earlier there, but I was going to kind of say about kind of what you thought about kind of borrow box for recommending it for parents and for to use with children. Um, I, I think it's quite an important thing for. Um, for that kind of say thing because I think it does kind of offer parents who don't think that they think that their children might be not too interested in reading it gives them a different avenue into to reading 
through um, just the kind of different use of format or technology. Kids tend, some kids tend to think that reading is not very cool and <laughs> it's not for them. And But this allows them to use the, their, their iPad and their, their iPhone or whatever and, and other, brand, other brands of technology <laughs> um, to access um, books or e-books, e-audiobooks e- e- yeah. to their devices. Yeah, it's, well, it's, a, it's a positive screen time versus yeah. <laughs> anything less so. And it, much it's bit, really great. Much better than Candy Crush. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, like, yeah, there's some really great narrators as yeah. well and you know, sound effects and everything else that will really engage a child. Um, mm. And we've even seen some you know, famous voices coming out of the children's books as well. So you know, a mum and dad will notice it and smile when they hear Andrew Scott, um, Scott even... Um, you know, and if, you know a few names like that that you can hear and you'll know and you can listen along to. Um, well, some some of my favourite, of course, is uh, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So when when Rupert Grint c- comes on and it's Tom Gates and you know you can really, if I was a kid, I'd I'd, I'd really want to be listening to that because I want to listen to it as an adult. So <laughs> it's nice. It's really nice to 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 recognise those sorts of voices, um, but especially for the kids. So yeah, and it, especially if they're reluctant, they. Um, you know, I, I did a fair bit of work in the schools before before lockdown when we could. Um, and it, it's so nice to see, you know, some of the teachers had said to me that um, there were two little boys sitting in the corner who would never have picked up a book. And the yeah. two of them sat with one earphone in this one's ear and an earphone in the other one's ear. And they were listening to, to an audiobook, um, which they would never have done before. So it's quite it's quite nice. I think we're in we're in for exciting times, I think. And yeah. new times, you know. Yeah, fantastic. Um, that's kind of through all the kind of topics that I was going to touch on. Um, so I'll just kind of say a wee thank you for you guys to come and coming along to be part of the podcast and giving us some fantastic answers and getting involved in a chat. So that's really, really nice of you guys. Um, I um, will give a quick mention as to if you haven't used Borderbox before, do check it out. Um, all the information on how to access it is on the Culture NL website. Um, and it's very simple to use the app version of it. Literally, you just download it onto your phone, you put your library card number in, your library password in, and your library authority for, for us at the Culture and Libraries, and you get straight in and you can access books straight away. If you don't know your library password, you can request it on the website at culturenl.co.uk slash password request, it's, and it's as simple as that. So, um, but um, f- for now, guys, I think we'll kind of end the podcast at that point. And I will just kind of say, if, if any of the listeners do want to give a little bit of feedback on our episode, we, are set, we have set up a new hashtag for the podcast this year, which is FLB Podcast. Or you can also email us at librarypodcast at culturenail.co.uk. So, but for, that's all for us for now, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye, guys. And watch out for the next episode coming soon.